Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We are real women with curves and cellulite and stretch marks and fat. We got to own that baby. Giving him something he can feel. Does President Biden believe that General Milley may have been acting in the national interest by circumventing a former president who he feared was acting erratically? The former president was uh, fomenting an insurrection. The president believes he's patriotic, um, that he is... His fidelity to our Constitution is unquestionable, and he has complete confidence in it. I was molested by the U.S. gymnastics national team and Olympic team doctor Larry Nassar. After telling my entire story of abuse to the FBI in the summer of 2015, not only did the FBI not report my abuse, but when they eventually documented my report 17 months later, they made entirely false claims about what I said. All right, all right. <clears throat> Happy Wednesday or Thursday, whatever you're reading this. I am going to uh, call this, Alice, uh, I've already named this episode. You have. I've named it Poison All Around Us because that's what we have. This is, um, we are in such an interesting place here that I don't, I don't even know where to where to start. Uh, where to start? Where to start? Um, so I've talked to Allie Raisman, did you not? Mm-hmm. You I have two. You know that. What? Why is she talking to you? <laughs> when I used to work for a clothing company, she came to one of our events. Really? Yeah. Well, then forget it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well. I apologize for also being really close buddies with Allie Reisman. Well, that stinks. I brought her clothes at our changing room, so what? I'm like friends with her now she actually asked to go on a date with me and i said (laughs) no she said but i've met your wife at the clothing place and she's so pathetic that i thought that maybe you'd want to date up And i said Allie, Allie, i understand maybe it's not the time to go down this joking road actually (laughs) considering all right so 
so so here's my uh, my feeling about uh, having talked to Allie Raisman. Okay. And then watching, I watched three of these girls today, the the mm-hmm. Olympic girls, gymnastics girls. I watched Simone Biles, who we've talked about here before. Yeah, we approve of her. Yep, and I watched uh, Michaela Maroney. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Michaela Maroney. Michaela Maroney is the girl who got famous for making the like upset face at the Olympics a few years ago. The really, it's like a meme face. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, wait. So at least about Allie Raisman and Simone Biles and Michaela Maroney. From everything I can tell, these are extraordinary young women. Mm-hmm. They're so incredibly accomplished in such a way. Um. At such a young age, through all, they all seem very intelligent. First of all, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and incredibly disciplined, and what they've done to be the we this is a big rich country full of little gymnasts jumping around. To be the best in this country is an amazing thing. To be the best in this world at something is unbelievable, and the pressure, et cetera, that they go through. And everything I've heard about Allie Raisman, uh, because she lives close. We're in Massachusetts, and she's she's a Mass native. Mm-hmm. She lives here, of course. Her dog got lost in the Seaport District a couple months ago, and has been found, thankfully. She seems to be kind of a, a, a very uh, intelligent, sober, disciplined, very sound, strong young lady. She seems to have been brought up right, and they all do. Yeah, they're so all I, awesome. So they're think. all awesome. That's what I should have said. They're all awesome. They are all awesome. So I have read about, and I know you have the Nasser stuff. He's the mm-hmm. team doctor who who um, who abused them all, sexually abused them all, etc. And uh, I knew he was a monster. I'd be thrilled to find out that he uh, was murdered, uh, you know, in prison. I'm not calling for that or, or, or suggesting that that should happen. But I'd be absolutely happy to find out that it happened. Um, as of today, listening to what Michaela, and I'm not going to play it, to what Michaela uh, Maroney said about what he did specifically, I had no idea, no idea that it was like that. I knew that he was mm-hmm. using the exam room as his prop to right. do, it was, he was pretending he like had this method. Right, exactly. Right. And it was all gross and he's a monster, obviously. I had no idea with the, at least Michaela Maroney stuff that he he used her just recreationally as his own sex doll. His uh, almost a he he sedated her and just used her for hours any way he wanted to. That's right, and she would wake up and he's on top of her and he's, he's this monster, etc. And and it, I. So to me, you have this guy, um, and he's not a guy because he's just, it's just simply a, a monster. I had no idea a guy capable of doing what he did to them is capable of anything, and I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine the effing damage that you would have, the damage that it would cause you. Knowing that you've not only been violated by this thing, but for hours, and then being expected to put your clothes back on, go out, 
do a fundraiser, um, take go mm-hmm. get headshots done, do a bunch of uh, PR trips, smile for everybody, uh, you know, do uh, this and that. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and quoting to Kayla Maroney, she went right from his room out to win a gold medal one time. Right. You're freshly violated. And there you go, walking. That is effed up. The amount of stuff that these girls who are still figuring out the world, you know, I mean, they're in their 20s now, and I'm sure they're still, we're, we're all figuring out the world. But at that age, mm-hmm. they're put in extraordinary positions anyway. So, so not only, of course, I would be obviously happy if Larry Nassar were dead, I would now be elated if he died badly for a long time. But that's not, it is, to the, the what this guy has done in tampering with them, in the way that, that it was allowed to happen systemically mm-hmm. through the Olympic Committee and all these other people in the university, etc., to the monster, is one of a one of the great American. Um, what's a more condemning word for tragedy? Horror story. I mean, it's no, horror, a- uh, it has to be more malicious. Um, a travesty. Uh, how about what atrocity? An atrocity. Okay, um, I'll give you atrocity. It is one of the great American atrocities, and to have the FBI take her report, shelve it, and then finally change it, Kayla Maroney, in 2015, when there was a chance that they could spare her for being used as this guy's unconscious ragdoll on trips, which is what he used her mm-hmm. at. But no, they the FBI just effed it off, and they have Chris Ray there today mm-hmm. saying, "Are you? I really feel bad for you guys. I really this is terrible and it's inexcusable. There needs to be fucking hundreds, if not thousands, of firings in the FBI." And I'm they should- okay right now, actually, if we just get rid of the whole agency. Actually, maybe yeah. like maybe the whole DOJ and like all of our intelligence agencies can just go, and we'll start over from scratch. But specifically because, this one, because-, because this is like there, you know, we put up with a lot of stupid stuff, like the you know that they're nabbing people for nothing at the Capitol, and that they're spying on Tucker Carlson and everything else. But that's predicated on the belief that they do something useful sometimes that like we suffer through all this indignity and stupidity and awfulness with the idea that maybe sometimes they'll like stop something bad from happening Mm -hmm. but if they can't even do that then what the heck's the point of them if they're gonna take when they have somebody who's clearly that they're getting multiple stories corroborating that this guy is a sex abusing monster like what i mean just lock him up and throw away the key. If you can't do that, then there is no point to having a law enforcement agency. No doubt about then, that. Then you don't well, need well, it. It can go away. And that's on the ground level. The fact that the Michaela Maroney calls them on the phone and tells them, a young girl telling them the play-by-play mm-hmm. story of how she's being defiled. She gets through the, the GD thing and they shelve it. Oh, and then change it. Not only that, but, but you're right. Back to the ground level stuff. Just go to the school shooting in Florida, too. Mm-hmm. The kid's own stepmother or whatever called the FBI and says, I think I'm dealing with a psycho who's going to shoot everybody in the building. And the FBI said, oh, okay. Nothing? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so they suck at doing stuff on the street. That's fine. Today they pick, they managed to pick up a 19-year-old in, in Connecticut, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Canterbury, Connecticut, 
who took selfies at the Capitol building with her mom. They did that, and they mm-hmm. were like, they perp walked her, and there were 40 FBI cars out there. Yeah, right. they're good at that. They're good at Roger Stone, man. They, there was no chance he was getting away. He was only 78 years old. They had boats around Roger Stone. They told CNN. They're good at that. But the fact that, that this happened, and under, under first uh, Jim Comey, Mm-hmm. And now under Ray, uh, you know, that the one person's been fired for this so far? Uh, everybody yeah, multiply should that be by fu- 100 and then Everybody we'll should be talking. fired. Fire everybody in every goddamn department in that effing place. Fire Christopher Ray. Go back mm-hmm. and see if Jim Comey knew anything, whatever. I want heads to roll. How don't we put people in jail for allowing rape factories to happen? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, if... Uh- they're like trying to get Trump on obstruction for like saying, you know, maybe you should not go after Flynn or whatever. And, you know, and this isn't like interfering with an investigation or like causing him. I mean, it, you would think there's some kind of criminal liability there if a bunch of people come to you and go, this guy's raping us and you, the law enforcement agency, don't do anything. If you're like, oh, OK, right. <laughs> like, and you know what else it makes you do? It makes you look at things. Like the uh, Boston Marathon bombing, and how the FBI was working with these guys, with mm-hmm. the Sarniev's, with each one of them, and yeah. uh, and Sarniev's buddy, and how and he, how they shot the other yeah, buddy. That's the guy I'm talking about who died mm-hmm. during the interrogation. Mm-hmm. Say, what the f is this uh, entity anyway? This FBI, if, yeah. In the fact that they can't at least administratively, after the fact, after the fact, clean house tells you that the culture there is warped, demented, and sick. These people, these people in the FBI mm-hmm. are culpable in those uh, sexual abuses. That well, happen. and did you see the story a couple months ago that they were, I think this was the FBI, it was one of our intelligence agencies, I believe it was the FBI, that they were using for uh, their sex trafficking stings photos of women who worked in the office as like the lore to like, as like the profile picture for the fake account that they were talking to the predators with. Well, I mean, what's the etiquette for that? I don't, <laughs> I mean, who do you like, use, Alice? Do you use like know. your secretary's photo? I mean, I mean, well, now it there's seems like, like the it might be an HR situation. situation. <laughs> you I would certainly think so. But like, they're just scum. The whole thing's just rotten, top to bottom. You never hear a good story about the FBI. I don't know. Like, what have they done for me lately? Frankly, like, I don't know. I'm fine with it if we just get rid of the whole thing. I'm done with them. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I co- totally agree. We can reimagine <laughs> them. How about that? Yeah, and that's a police... You know, maybe we can get some defunders of the police on board. Uh, because if, you know, if they're not cops, nobody is. They're the worst of the worst. Right. What are you eating? Drinking? You my my iced tea? <laughs> oh, okay, that's okay. It's fun. It's funny. I'm glad he came in right now because it allows us to move away from the subject. So we agree we can table that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is funny, Alice, that this. <laughs> if you guys know, you know that you know I work now. I have a morning show. Alice is homeschooling. I've got this morning show on WTIC from so for, so for an, uh, on an hour from from ten to two. So what our day is like is that I wake up. Um, I wake up in the morning and I try to be up and going at six o'clock so that I'm so I'm drinking coffee and reading stories at six o five whatever, and try to try to get uh, six to eight reading stories, cultivating stories, looking at the news whatever, and then from generally from eight ish eight to nine whatever, 
Um, and Alice is helping me. Somewhere in that window, she comes down before she starts homeschooling. Um, and and then um, and then try start start cultivating audio, etc. for for stories, whatever. And 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 then the last hours putting everything together, little audio production stuff for me. And then I roll into it. Uh, into the show, and then I'm in the in the submarine uh, for four hours with the show, and I'm like two fifteen, I'm out, and um, and and that's the in the, either I'll try to exercise, and then in case anybody if I'm in case anybody ever finds me important enough to assassinate, that, that that's my <laughs> schedule, um, and so so um so then then we've got either a kids sport or whatever, but then we've only got a small window of time. Then we're doing this podcast, mm-hmm. and then we're either um. A, Having dinner, hanging out, shooting the breeze. We either we're either in self-imposed rehab or not, depending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've then, been pretty good since Labor Day weekend. You've been good since the Labor Day weekend. Yes. Um. Uh. Labor Day. Weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. When you broke the streak, by the way, for both of us, you mentioned. Okay. So, but anyway, just to tell you how how what an intense routine this is is it's been such a, a concentrated routine is that I go down, everything has to be, I have to have all this stuff in place or, too, or else Alice will lose her temper because she's got a loud temper when things aren't. So I go downstairs and I drink cold coffee from the day before, mm-hmm. which is fine. I prefer it cold. Uh, it's actually a pleasure of mine. Mm-hmm. I get in trouble if there's no cold coffee. It, trouble is, you know, within reason trouble. <laughs> like, oh, freaking, there's no cold coffee. That sucks. Um, But... um. Um, oh, the other day was, no, the other day, it's a long story. Anyway, so, so anyway, and so all these little things, like I go to the fridge, I see that we have a little pitcher, which Alice Gipe from her mother that we use for cold coffee. I pour it into my little vessel. I have our, we have our Nescafe creamer, uh, flavored creamer, which is crucial. That's the difference between making the coffee ingestion, uh, just simply ingesting, uh, injecting nicotine. Or uh, something that is absolutely pleasurable. That's all the whole difference there. I think it's caffeine uh, and not nicotine, but no. But using I know it's caffeine, but that's what okay. I said. It's, I think I'm just that's checking. What I said. I said like uh, did I say nicotine? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So anyway, this just this is a small thing, but just to tell you how I like it's the same thing. I lean over the the, the fridge door every morning. Same thing starts. <laughs> I I I let Dave outside. I lean over the door. Door. I get my, I get my cup. I pour the thing into the cup, and then the the Nescafe creamer stuff, the flavored stuff, is in there. Mm-hmm. And I flip the top up because it's got the top flip. And then I pour the thing. And now I just went down there before this show to get a coffee. And it's not a flip top. It's not a flip top. <laughs> and I was like, that changes everything. The look and feel of how I get the cream into the cup is different. They're changing. Like, what? Why are they changing? Was was the old one not working, or is this? Are they cutting down? Were people getting too complacent about not appreciating their flip technology that was included? I don't know. Maybe it's a supply chain issue. Maybe it is, Alice. Could be actually. Actually, yes, because this one makes no sense. This is now just an unscrew thing. Mm-hmm. It used to be you'd pour. You know, uh, yeah. gingerly, and it had the like plastic wrap over the top. When I initially opened it, I had right. to like pull the little thing and peel off the plastic that was sealing the top, rather than the inside thing that you peel off. So it's a totally different type of container. So I wonder if it is a supply chain issue. It could and be. You notice that sometimes the store has the huge ones, and then sometimes they don't. Yeah, no. 
And by, by the way, you guys know if you're if you drink this Nest, I know it's getting more popular. Cause is it Nescafe? Is that is the it brand? Nescafe? I don't even know. Is it know Nestle it sweetener? I don't know. It's I don't a know. Green it's got a sweetener. Yeah. Right. right. Anyway, but if they're getting much more popular, you can tell. Mm-hmm. People must be drinking more coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to buy the Peeps flavored ones at Easter. And right. The- okay. I, oh, okay. Awesome. We're already we're already Christmas here on Collector Five. You can't go any further into irrelevancy. Nobody has any reason to be listening still. But uh, but it's um, it's it certainly the section's gotten huge. So obviously it's very very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that's just it. It's like this. It's just a matter of this like routine of what's been happening, and then being in front of this microphone and or that microphone. There's two microphones to use, etc. I just think it was kind of just kind of interesting, and it, and it, it amuses me that the, these sudden little changes. Because I've never really done anything like this, where I am, I am locked in. I was absolutely while I was in management and sucked. I was not locked into really anything. That's the nice thing about do, being do, in do, management. Do, do. You can fly around here. And there. You have to make horrible decisions and act like somebody you don't want to be almost all the time. But I wasn't locked in. Now I am locked in. I am in this tank when this thing goes. And it's kind of fun. It's crazy doing talk radio. Nobody mm-hmm. asked. All right, let's get to the next thing. Uh, okay, Alice. Uh, I don't even want to set this up. Let me let you do it because I am... What's happening here with Mark Milley and seeing the administration's uh, take on this, the official take. Um, to me, this is the end. No, no, this is the affirmation of this administration's permanent toxicity and the complete erosion mm-hmm. of really, I'm sorry, of the, of, of, the credibility and efficacy and really the goodness of government whatsoever. Right. I this mean, country so- sucks more now as of today, as of when Saki said this, than it has in frigging decades, maybe, maybe centuries. Yeah. I mean, I have a takeaway from this, but I'll let you play Saki first and then I'll tell you what I think because uh, I have thoughts. Does President Biden believe that General Milley may have been acting in the national interest by circumventing a former president who he feared was acting erratically? Well, it's the obligation of every chairman of the Joint Chiefs to follow constitutional orders to prevent unlawful military action. That's what the president believes. Uh, But it's also important to understand the context of when this reporting was happening during and the fact that the former president was uh, fomenting an insurrection and there was broad concern from a range of members of his national security team about his behavior and fitness for office. Uh, And I know you all know and have reported on that context, but that is missing a little bit as people are discussing this. So you think General Milley may have been acting patriotically by having these conversations? Again, I'm not going to give further analysis other than to say that the president believes he's patriotic, um, that he is his fidelity to our constitution is unquestionable, and he has complete confidence. Yes, in President him. Biden. Um, this is a problem, and it's a problem because, like we talked about yesterday, uh, what 
Millie did is totally unconstitutional and totally against, I mean, not just like, it's not just some like legal quibble, but mm-hmm. this is a deliberate bright line that we make in our government that we don't have the armed forces run themselves. They're run mm-hmm. by leaders elected by the people who are civilians. I mean, that's why it was a big deal when we that we've had generals as defense secretaries because they're not supposed to have been generals for a while and they had to get like special waivers and Trump did that too. Also not great when he did it, but you know, it's we should really have civilian control of our military. And this precedent that this sets uh to have the military get to decide whether or not they think the president is like being good right now is not a good thing. And the message that I take from Saki, the fact that Biden apparently thinks this is patriotic and and good and responsible and constitutional tells me that they think that in a similar scenario that that should happen again. And it tells Mm -hmm. me that, you know, that they're unlikely in my view. And I always hate people who acted like this, like about Bush, like, Will Bush let go of power? He's going to try and declare a state of emergency and not let Obama take office. Like, I don't know if Trump got elected again. I don't know if they would let him take office. Like, say 2024 rolls around and Trump gets reelected and they'll do Mm -hmm. all the same stuff. They'll cry and demand the electors do something. They'll demand that Kamala Harris do what they said Pence absolutely could not do, which is throw out the votes. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll, yes. like, they'll do all the same stuff that they have done every time. and and Which is then, allowed by the media and is right. not, you know, head on right. fire. Doesn't but, happen. I mean, like, this makes me wonder if they actually would, if he were elected in 2024, let him take office in January 2025. Because... You know, when he left office in January 2021, they apparently didn't think he should be running the military. And the military took things into his own hands, and Biden thinks that was fine and a good thing. Mm -hmm. So how would they then, how do you then back away from that statement and say, like, oh, but now it's fine? Right. How do you in January 2025 say, like, oh, okay, well, now I guess he can run the military again? Like, they're saying... He, he, as the sitting president, should not have been allowed to manage the military himself. Right. Without the use of the 25th Amendment or any of the other things that are designed to be able to take power from the president if something is seriously wrong with him. But none of those were used in this case, right? The, this is just Millie acting unilaterally to decide that he's going to take power from the president personally himself. Right, which she says ironically that Trump was fomenting an insurrection right next to Millie's insurrection. Right, <laughs> like, uh, but the it's not just, and I agree with you that it was so far beyond his uh, remit, as I say. Mm-hmm. Alice. Um, but she, and she says, remember the context was context, the context for the military being able to take over was Trump was fomenting something bad. Mm-hmm. Fomenting something bad. Now, this was an unarmed something bad. It should go to, to... to, But to foment is to instigate or stir up. Do politicians ever not foment, foment something? Yeah. Yeah. I They're mean, always fomenting something. I mean, when Joe Biden tells us 
that, uh, you know, there are white supremacists and they're the biggest threat to the country. He is fomenting something. When he tells us that racism is a public health crisis, they are fomenting something. Or when he tells us that unvaccinated people are dangerous and causing people to die, yes. that's fomenting <laughs> something, too. When they say, you know... When they go around, when Bernie Sanders drove one of his supporters to go shoot a bunch of congressmen with a literal gun, not like mm -hmm. the imaginary guns that were in the, quote, insurrection at the Capitol, um, you know, nobody like took him off all his committee chairmanships because people understand that politicians say stuff and sometimes crazy people do things that the politician didn't intend. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Trump gave a speech. There was a mostly peaceful protest and some people rioted and were violent towards cops and got into parts of the building where they shouldn't have been etc cetera, etc cetera. and also some other people also wandered in behind them and mm -hmm. took some pictures and then left right so i mean there were multiple things going on there but like clearly i don't condone any of that bad behavior of the rioting or whatever but an insurrection this was not and trump didn't intend for it to happen and it, I mean, I said that day, I think he should have come out and been more forceful in condemning it. But uh, but, but also, how about this house? How about he's allowed to foment any GD thing he wants? Mm -hmm. He's the president. By the way, he's the president who, uh, you know, did not use. He talked to citizens, the president. You know, he did not dis. You know, he did not uh, dispense the uh, armed forces around to foment this insurrection mm -hmm. as one would do. Right. But he's the president. He can foment anything he wants. If you don't like his fomenting, then you can throw him out. Then you can, you know, you can toss him. You can impeach him. You can kick him out. Whatever. It's you know. Right. If there were any kind of consensus as to whether or not he should be running the military, then then, you know, Congress or the cabinet would take action. But obviously there was no consensus. So that means that Milley wasn't, you know, acting in some mm -hmm. obvious national interest. He was acting in the obvious political interest of one political party, which is totally different, you know. And the left is big on trying to make it sound like their personal political interests are, like, broader than that like with all their country over party and this is bigger than trump and this isn't just about left and right you know he's like really mean and whatever he made fun of john mccain for being a prisoner of war that's terrible like this is this goes beyond politics but at the end of the day they're just saying that because politics there's no right. like they don't actually like care about some bigger thing you can't take that stuff seriously half the country doesn't take it seriously because it's been so obvious for mm -hmm. four years that they absolutely are only doing it for their own, like, stupid short-term political gain. So here's another thing. How about, what if Joe Biden, who's been in D.C. for 50 years, mm -hmm. and other people in D.C., in the, in the Beltway, what if they expect and know the military people to act like this? What if the way Milley was talking to his counterpart in China... What if that um, uh, that rapport mm -hmm. he had with him is the rapport most generals, high-ranking military mm -hmm. people, have with foreign counterparts? Well, and I've maybe, even seen reports that there were a lot of people in the room for these calls with the Chinese yes. counterparts. That this so was what, like what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is maybe this is maybe the politicians, the civilians, have seeded over the fact that this is just part of life that the. That the uniformed guys 
feel that they and somewhat kind of run the show in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And the uniform guys really that Millie is more concerned with his counterpart than he is with in in his own view, you know, his life and with his counterpart than he is with what's going on internally. And so he's in the, I'll let you know if we're going to attack, et cetera. And by the way, don't worry, because I'm going to tell the president and the rest of the Joint Chiefs, I'll tell them, you know, what I want them to hear based on what you and I go for so that we're cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the way it is. Well, yeah, and he apparently talked to Pelosi, too. You know, Pelosi said, like, this guy shouldn't be in charge of anything. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. And he said, yeah, 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 I agree with you completely, 100%, Madam Speaker. So, I mean, right. like, so I think that, Obviously, the the thing to do, if you're not a coward or a psychotic, the thing to do is resign and declare loudly to the world your thoughts if you've got a problem. It is not to assume control. Yeah. That makes him a dangerous man. And the idea that they... I'm just... I'm sorry. The idea that they're... Well, yeah. People act like Michael Flynn is crazy because he said we should have a military coup, which, I mean, like, he may kind of be crazy. But, I mean, like, Millie actually did it. So what are we doing here? Like, if if Michael Flynn is banned from polite society for, like, saying this out loud, then, like, why shouldn't Millie be in more trouble? Because he's actually doing what Flynn has talked about. Like, the whole thing just makes no sense. But, you know, I don't... um, I don't know what you do about Millie. Like, I don't know enough about that. Like, how the whole... Like, if he gets court-martialed or if it's, like, a uniform code of military justice thing or, like, what... It, but, like, mm-hmm. he needs to be in trouble. and I, But I guess now, like, because he's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, that he's, like, you know, under the president. So it would, him being in trouble, I guess, would have to come from the president now. The, and since the, the president approves of his m- miniature m- military coup, then I guess nothing happens? Like, this is just the reality happens, now? Right, it's the reality now. This, this administration has shown... Uh, it's not going to take any political hit whatsoever. And this is what you get from having an old, cynical, beltway, blowhard politician running the place. He's never going to. He's not why. He's been, he's been speaking only politics for too long. It's like somebody like Pelosi and the Republicans who have been there for 50 years. They mm-hmm. don't know how to speak in any other way. And they're not in the, in the, you know, in the habit of, of letting on principle, and you would never do that. Maybe you could horse trade. You want me to whack Millie? Then what do you have for me? But I'm sure that Arna, that he can't find any horse traders to do anything right now. Mm-hmm. So no. So now it's it's complete and total carte blanche. Nobody runs the FBI but the FBI. Nobody runs the military but the military. Uh, although it, that seems like not what the intention was of how our government works. Right. Well, but I shouldn't even say that. It's not really true with the military because activists have a voice. Mm-hmm. Had Millie said, if Millie had said in any of these Woodward books that um, trans boys are girls, then he would no longer be employed. Right. Because there would be like no room for hatred and bigotry in the administration. Right, that's the, he'd be absolutely gone. He could that would be the end of that. If he said something disparaging about Chaz Bono being a she, that's finito. Right. You know, if he said, uh, you know, that George Floyd was no angel, done. Yeah, over. So that well, I guess maybe that's the point. Small that's coups, paramount. That's okay. That's paramount. 
in the military and in everything else now in Washington, D.C., especially with a mm-hmm. progressive administration, which this is. All that stuff, all you have to show is that you're a true believer. Alice, and he said it, white rage. Mm-hmm. He proved himself on the big stage saying he wants to know, damn it, about white rage. Imagine a, a military leader wanting to know about white? Wait a second. A race? The rage of someone? I want to know about uh, Asian greed, damn it. What? <laughs> I mean, that would be unheard of. But he's going to say white rage? So I guess I've answered my own question. We've worked this out perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's a true believer. Millie goes he's, nowhere. He's a good theologian. Mm-hmm. And so... You're right. He stays. He has and he's himself. helped taken the hit on the Afghanistan thing. He's gone out there and taken terrible questions and looked awful in front of everybody over the Afghanistan screw up and run cover for Biden on it. So, yes. So he gets points for that too, I assume. Right. Okay. So that's where we are. We're all f- that's fine. <laughs> <sighs> okay. California's really effed too. I did a great. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. Substack today. I think they, they're shutting down more stuff. By the way, you saw this tonight. Mm-hmm. More mask mandates. More mask mandates. I think that's wonderful. I think shock troops should mm-hmm. go around and throw everybody into uh, stadiums. The and, New York uh, well, Office of Children and Families is demanding masks on daycare kids two plus again too in New York. So I mean, yeah, everything it's going right. That's more good. masks. That's good. More I masks invite everywhere. invasion now. I don't know what country would you re- prefer to be invaded by? Russia. Really? Why? Food sucks. Yeah, but the women are handsome. Um, I miss the glory days of the Russian Empire. What? Yeah, like the czars and stuff. I don't think the czars are coming back. Well, (laughs) you know. Wait. Oh, okay. No, (laughs) you want uh, 1880 Russia? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know that that's going to happen necessarily. Okay, it's well. gonna, was Vladimir Putin part of that? <laughs> no, I don't need Putin, but um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the czars. Yeah, that's it, that's insane. You don't like the czars? I don't want Russian Russian food sucks. The church is pretty good. They're humorless. The music is great. The, no, but the they're not humorous, actually. The whole the literature is incredible. Ryakov Shmirnov was uh, was a very uh-huh. He wasn't the Norm Macdonald level, but maybe he was. Um, the music is good. The music is good. Tchaikovsky? The Nutcracker? Mm. I want the food to be good. I'll take Mexico or Japan. <sighs> that's all I want. Just make the food good. And actually, yeah, that's right. Just make the food. Oh, you know what? Italy. is. How's Italy doing? The food's good in Italy. And they're so warm, welcoming and warm, and they're so mm-hmm. handsome and, and beautiful. You can buy Italian castles really cheap if you'll fix them up. The government has grant programs. You know what? You should think about making purchase of an Italian castle in the country. I call it a piazza, Alice. Okay. All right, let's listen. Speaking of Italians, I want to play for you the audio of a my new friend. Um... Somebody who, I I thought this was a random TikToker, but I'm told it is not a random TikToker. No, she's in the new Cinderella movie. She's a famous singer. Oh, the new Cinderella movie? Camilla Cabello. The one with Billy Porter as the fairy godmother that I showed you. The one that they stopped traffic. I was just running in the park. Okay, hold on, Camilla Cabello. She's one of the people who stopped traffic to promote the movie. With James Corden dancing as the mouse. Camilla Cabello. Oh, she's Italian, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, good. All right, here she is. She's on TikTok. I didn't know about her. So let's listen to her and watch her. And 
Okay. Uh, minding my own business, trying to be fit, trying to keep it healthy. And I'm wearing a top that shows my belly and I wasn't tucking it in. Because I was running and existing like a normal person that doesn't tuck it in all the time. And I was like, damn. But then I reminded myself. First of all, and, and she doesn't really appear to be fat. She's very cute, I think, right? She's not really fat, that fat. She's not. She, I mean, she's maybe to has a... Maybe, she has a little bit of a belly, but she... I mean, Maybe, like, but she's so, sitting in a car, too. That's like yeah, not the so, anti-belly pose. But first of all, my question is this. I was running in a park in minding my own business. Well, then there's no incident. It seems like she had an, a, a conflict with herself. No, a paparazzi was taking pictures of her. Oh, I didn't hear that. Is that coming? I think she said it at the beginning, or maybe, or she, no. maybe she's about to say it. Oh, no, okay, we'll start from the beginning. I was just running in the park, uh, minding my own business, trying to be fit, trying to keep it healthy, and I'm wearing a top that shows my belly, and I wasn't tucking it in. Because I was running and existing, like a normal person that doesn't tuck it in all the time. And I was like, damn. But then I reminded myself, being at war with your body is so last season. I am grateful for this body that lets me do what I need to do. We are real women with curves and cellulite and stretch marks and fat. And we got to own that baby. Giving him something he can feel. Oh. I was just... Uh, okay. Um. So I have thoughts on... She didn't mention paparazzi, but I assume that maybe that's what she meant. Yeah, no, there was a paparazzi taking pictures of her and she was... Oh. The pictures were unflattering, and yeah, I mean, Running like, so this park, happened actually uh, a little uh, while ago, but uh, like, sorry, there's, I'm to get out of here. there's okay, discourse good. about her being a little chunky now, post like COVID or whatever. But so she's Camilla she's who? Camilla ch- Cabello, one L and Camilla, Cab- Camilla two and Cabello. Um, and you know, she's not like super skinny, but I think she's not helped. I have a theory about this. I think she's not helped because she doesn't have a huge chest. So oh. it, I think that it like proportionally makes her look chubbier that like, you know, she doesn't have the boobs sticking out further on top. Oh, page to, like, six w- is, page six is vicious in the post. Wet Camilla Cabello shows off curbs on beach, uh, curves, and she, she looks rather plump. I mean, a tiny bit. In this picture, anyway. I'm she, She's very There's pretty. There's unflattering I don't know. P- pictures out there. I mean, yeah. There are unflattering not... pictures of me out there. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, yeah. She's a little bit chubby. So there's been, like, discourse about this, how she's chubby. But, like, so she had had this TikTok about saying, like, you know, it is what it is. I, I think it's fine. Like, I don't think she looks bad. But I also, like, you know, I, for one thing, I think she's not helped by the... A chest situation. Okay, then, uh, Doctor Nip and Tuck, you gonna force it again? No, a I'm not job? gonna make anybody do anything. I'm just saying that. Wow, Caddy. She's more she of a totally pair. Has no chest. She's more of a pair than an hourglass. That's all. Just saying. All right. But I mean, like, I think she's not like fat for a normal person, but she's bigger for a celebrity. I would say. I think we're so. not who used knows? to seeing like famous really... singers who look. I don't like know that, who really looks say. like what. Remember, there was a like 15 years ago Jennifer Love Hewitt, who I loved obviously. Mm-hmm. She had some pictures at a at a beach where she, it was like a rough pictures, cellulite kind of pictures, mm-hmm. whatever. And she said, "Oh my god, I, that was a that was a wake up call for me." I learned it's like I mean, you're already like 
9.99999 gorgeous. So don't sweat it. Yeah. Right? Or like I Christina, think you're doing okay, Christina Hendrick, Hendricks gets, uh, you know, flagged for being fat sometimes too. The ma- the mm. redhead from Mad Men. No, I remember. So, but again, she's, you know, she's a little bit on the bigger side too for a celebrity, but she has a lot of rack. So that like, I feel like that helps balance it. Who else would you say and use that term? Else, nothing. I'm done now. By That's the way, all I have to is, weigh in on. Has our little person? Yeah. Does our little person need to go outside to go to that place? Does she, does that person know that she has to go outside? Um, she place? knows to go outside at five forty-five to be picked up for her sporting event. She so. does. So we're not yeah. going to have to say anything. I'm not going to have to. We should not have to say anything. No. Okay, that person will go. Yes, but also you said you were going to end the show in about three minutes from now, Max. And that's when, she has, me, Max. that's when she has to be outside. Oh, my, hey, so my my phone my 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 uh, pl- plug power's not working. Am I plugged in? Um, I think so. To the to the ground. Uh, yes. It is. Yes. Oh, now it's working. Okay. Everything thank, okay? Thank we got that in. We'll keep we that in. We have to get a little technical difficulty into every show. Yeah, I know. All right, homie. Um, so, so anyway, this is my feeling to uh, her is she's cute. Okay. Just, it's okay. You know, imagine that, imagine being like 25 and your movie just came out and having to worry about the bad shot the paparazzi's going to get of you. Mm-hmm. My goodness. All, all there are is bad shots of me. That's all there are. I gotta, I, I'm, my station's life is so low that we got <laughs> a, a, a mention message in the burn barrel about me being Jabba the Hutt on Dan Tatooine. 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 And I'm so low that I fact-checked the planet to make sure he got it right. <laughs> and if he didn't, I was going to go at him and say, huh, idiot, it's wrong planet. Absorbing the Jabba part, of course. <laughs> but there is something to be said, because you're the cute little Leia person. Anyway, it plays into an unhealthy <laughs> thing I've got going in my head anyway. So so there you go. Okay? Things are fine. Okay? Women, you're good-looking. Yeah. You're all uh, yeah, handsome. you're rich and famous, and you're good looking, and you're skinnier than a lot of people, Camilla. Right. You're doing great. You, you're you, fine. You probably settled. You're gonna settle for less than you should, regardless. Okay, you know, like Alice did, which was excellent for me and just terrible for her. But you guys make these decisions. <laughs> I like it. I know. I know. I feel, that's why I feel bad. But you know, who knows? <laughs> Till then, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this is an interesting week. I'm telling you, something's gonna happen. Something is going to happen. You cannot have this many huge events at once. We're not even talking about. We could have dedicated this entire show and all this week's shows and last mm-hmm. week's shows to the absolute chaos at the border. Yeah. Which is happening right now. It's it, everything that you thought about the border as an institution holding up whatever to or fluctuating, bending, not breaking. No, it broke. This is craziness at the border. I'm sure that's not true because I'm sure I would be in all the major newspapers yes. and we would be hearing about kids in cages and how it was a humanitarian crisis if that absolutely. were true, Tom. So yeah, it cannot, absolutely. that no. cannot be. Yes, AOC uh, would be crying by the Biden concentration camps if that were happening. Yes, in her so. dress. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Which was just another photo op, actually, when she did that for Trump. But we've got so much to get to. Something's going to happen this week at some point. Something's going to happen. I, You know what, Alice? I have a prediction for you and for you guys. Mm-hmm. Something good is going to happen very shortly. 
we'll say in a matter of days. Are you like, is that, do you have something specific in mind? I have no control over it. No, some kind of world or uh, domestic affair. Something positive is going to happen. Hmm. Turning a corner, maybe. Something good. Look for positivity. What are you like, a astrologist now? I might be, Alice. <laughs> is, that, is that stars? Um, it's, well, astronomy is the science of stars. Astrology is what millennials are into that's like oh. horoscopes. Okay, that's right. Okay, I'm a Capricorn. I know you else. are. We learned about that because we were doing geography in school, and we named the Tropic of Capricorn, and they said they didn't know any Capricorns, and huh. I said, your dad's a Capricorn, They know the Capricorn. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. You can follow him. He's at Tom Shattuck. I am at Alice Shattuck. We are also at BurnBarrelPodcast.com. And- I've had two new uploads to Locals today, Alice, two important, including one that is, I'm just going to say... Possibly not rated safe for work, which I put up there today. Uh, it's not it of me, is it? Ha- it has to do with some competition for you, perhaps, Alice. Okay. As long as it's not of me. I don't know. We'll see. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.